You're tuned into the Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your hosts, TNA. Get ready to have your curiosity peaked while exploring what it's like to live out fantasies with this fun, fit, and sexy duo. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm T. And I'm A. So this podcast, no guests, just the two of us again, back in bed, just <laughs> chatting it up. Just boring TNA. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as boring TNA. I know, but it was really exciting with the single guy and the unicorn. And neighbors with benefits. I know. Now it's just us. <laughs> but we do have a new experience to share with you guys. We went to Dallas. Actually, we went right on through Dallas and on to Fort Worth. That's true. We didn't even really stop in Dallas this time. Was that two weeks ago? Um, Probably been like three weeks now. So we went for my birthday. It was Sunday was my birthday, and so we headed down there to go out Saturday night. And we decided to be adventurous and check out a new club, which house party. Well, I guess it's a club. Yeah, Yeah. kind of. We did it because it it looked like Utopia, which was a nice house that was kind of a house party, and we're like, oh well, Utopia's been shut down. Maybe this is the next best thing. Well, we didn't even know what we were going to do until we were... Getting into Dallas. Getting into Dallas. I mean, it was still up in the air. It's easy for us to go down there. Well, first of all, none of our friends that we know down there were going to be out that night. So it's easier to go to a club or party um, when we don't know anybody. Yeah. The club scene's easier to meet people and... Well, not even so much the club scenes easier to meet people. We found, or at least my thoughts were, like at Utopia, house it was parties. easier. To, yeah, house yeah. parties were easier to meet people because you could actually talk and hear yeah. people. Yeah. Rather than just. And there was still that. Go ahead. Yeah. So we're going to tell you about the club or the house party. And then we ran into some new unique experiences that had us thinking and raising some new thoughts and emotions and uh then we've got a few listener emails that we were going to address as well so did i leave anything out nope let's do it all right so the place we went to is called naughty neighbors and it was west of fort worth it took us it was a hike yeah yeah, an extra hour and a half almost well just to put it in perspective people that live there we're talking about how far it was for them to drive. People that live in Dallas. That live in Dallas, Fort yeah. Worth. Yeah, area. We're still like, it's a, it's a drive for them. Yeah. So we got a hotel out there and um, the place is actually a home that is in a gated community. And what we've heard is the person that owns the home owns the entire gated community He's a builder, I think. Yeah, something along those lines. So I guess he's in good with the neighbors and doesn't yeah. mind a hundred cars parked in this. Right, in a giant, um, what do they even call those? Those um, generator-powered street light, the big, huge spotlight in, oh, the, yeah. in the parking area. Because that was how we found out what he did because we were asking, like, how do the neighbors not mind this? I mean, there's this huge light. There's hundreds of cars. There's this big party going on every weekend. 
Um, but apparently they're cool with it. So it's their own house, and then you can tell he's built onto it. Almost, uh, I thought it was, I guess you could describe it kind of like a garage. Yeah, so it's a huge house, and then I think it was like an RV yeah. garage. I mean, it's huge. And they've turned that into the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Um, a bar in that area, bathrooms, and then above the bathrooms, there's a private play area with mm-hmm. partitioned curtains, beds. Yeah, it was really cool. Apparently, they so. provide condoms and lube and mm-hmm. towels and sheets. And then there was another area, a beautiful pool, too. Oh, yeah. Great Amazing. outdoor setup. Yeah, they had a huge pool, really, really pretty with the waterfall and all that. Heated. Yeah, looks like a neat uh, pool party place, mm-hmm. hot tub. And then the really cool, they had a fire pit with five or six um, porch swings around it. Yeah, so just like a really neat, it. yeah, um, social um, backyard. I mean, they could they could definitely throw some good pool parties back there. And, then you and could I be, heard that they plan to. Yeah, and then you could be in the pool or just hanging out by the pool. And you could see across the other side, there was another building of just basically a a windowed building windows all the way across with beds so you could it was kind of a voyeur yeah setup there's probably five beds maybe yeah and it was like the building was made for that oh yeah yeah we were walking through there like what else could this be (laughs) yeah if they sold this what would you do with this space what would you do it'd have to be like a workout room or something yeah the gym and then their house is in the middle yeah, so. which isn't part of, you don't have access to their house. It, you just kind of walk cool. through their kitchen yeah. to uh, fill out some paperwork mm-hmm. and to give your donation. And that was, yeah. that was it. And they kind of walk you outside. Yeah, it was it was thought out. It was smart. Mm-hmm. It was a nice setup. Uh, it's been around for, I heard, about a year. And it's getting a little bit more momentum lately. Yeah. But, so anyways, one, you know, most of our listeners aren't even going to have an opportunity to go to a place specifically this place so we'll uh, get more into the vibe for us you know it was more of a country uh clientele more so than a city clientele would you that'd be the kindest way i could put it (laughs) yeah um now, I don't even think that accurately describes it. I, it was just more of that than, say, a Colette or a Utopia, which was a little bit well, yeah. So sometimes more city we, feel. Right. Well, when you go into these clubs like Colette, a lot of times it's um, you're there to see and be seen. I mean, it's very um, everybody's done up. And this was more, I mean, literally I saw cowboy boots. I mean, it was very or casual. Guys, or guys bringing in coolers full of beer yeah like we've yet to see something like that before yeah so it was a little bit more laid back maybe is what you're trying to say um and there were some attractive people it Mm -hmm. just wasn't the same it wasn't the same vibe no um well and we didn't know anybody there really so that was put us off to a slow start I, i mean i can speak for myself i was having a difficult time and i i usually do i don't know if we've talked about this but if we're in a environment like that around people that we don't know and even if it's just one couple that we know I think it makes it easier for me but when I don't know anybody I have a hard time 
being comfortable. Like, I don't want you to go to the bathroom <laughs> without right. me. I feel like I need to have a couple drinks. Um, and that worked. I, and honestly, I was about to say, I think it's getting easier, but it's really not. I think that's just me. I think that's how I am. Well, for me personally, it wasn't a crowd that I immediately was inspired by. I mean, there were some nice people, but it wasn't as visually stimulating as a Colette mm-hmm. or Utopia. Well, and interject here a little bit of a uh, foreshadowing. We saw nothing <laughs> the whole oh, night. That's true. So that being said, you know, we're, we've been in a lot of environments where there's stuff going on. There's, yeah. there's things to put you in the mood. Yeah. And watch and um, kind of once makes you want to, be a part of it or you know put on True. your own show or whatever we didn't see anything there wasn't that's a good point there wasn't a single body on a bed the whole night that's true so it was kind of it didn't even different. feel like a lifestyle party yeah. until suddenly there was a girl naked on the dance floor oh that's true that's which true. was pretty entertaining that i mean that's yeah i mean you're in a party where no one's doing anything and suddenly yeah. you're the only one naked just chilling yeah dancing well and i i think that um sorry i'm kind of going back to this whole vibe thing i think there's a and this is true for probably everywhere that we've been there's a group of these lifestyle people that are friends and they there's different crowds that we're learning and we don't know a whole lot about that because we're not living down there we're not doing this Mm -hmm. every weekend but we know enough to know that there's different crowds that hang out at different places and so these people are just hanging out and a lot of them probably aren't even swingers they're probably just curious or they're whatever lawyers yeah and so, or they just really like to hang out with these people that are swingers. And hey, we yeah. have this friend that has this cool house and he lets us party there and bring our own liquor. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah, that's true. Even when we went in the private room, there was one other couple in there. The rest the rest of the beds were empty. No one was ever on the voyeur beds. No, I, don't even, I didn't even remember that. Okay. So let's get into more of our experience. Okay. So I guess there was something that we saw because I was part of it. Oh, yeah. So it being that it was going to be my birthday, You're and welcome. we did meet some people. <clears throat> um, You know, we socialized. I think we met maybe five couples, six couples. They were mm-hmm. nice and friendly. Yeah. And uh, A made it a point to let everyone know it was going to be my birthday at midnight. And um, I think right off the bat, someone said, oh, well, you deserve a birthday blowjob. Oh, that was me. Well, I, I wasn't just you. No. It was the girl next to me, too. Oh. But A, definitely encouraged it. Yeah. And I think was going around soliciting. Yeah. yeah, soliciting. Yeah, that's a better word. So, uh, yeah, so th- that definitely was intriguing. I was appreciating that. I wasn't really believing that was going to happen then and there. But yeah. I thought, yeah, maybe later. But no, there I we met some people and one girl in particular was um very nice and friendly and <laughs> was letting me know that she was very interested and uh heard A talking about birthday blowjobs and she said, Oh, can I give you a birthday blowjob? And prior to this, we you know, we're having drinks and kind of slow to warm up and I think we both without even saying it made a conscious effort of let's start drinking a little bit more to make this party a little bit more fun yeah (laughs) and so by this point I was definitely buzzing 
but uh, yeah, she's like, oh, so I can give you a blowjob. And I'm like, yeah, sure. sure. Well, she decided to undo my pants right there on the dance floor, which we weren't dancing on. It's just where everyone was standing. Mm-hmm. And in front of about, I don't know, would you say 40 people or so? Yeah. She just pulled down my pants and started giving me a blowjob. Yeah. Which was interesting to then look and all eyes are on me getting a blowjob of course (laughs) so that was different and fun and uh yeah that's something i haven't experienced before yeah good times yeah it was it was entertaining it It was was more for i was gonna say it was for show because it wasn't to completion it It was more just entertainment value yeah so yeah and then there was the naked girl that was naked all night and then she was joined by another naked girl. Oh, and there was a shadow. What do they shadow call those? Box. Shadow box where you dance behind it. That was really cool. There was a couple girls that and some, were in um, that all night. Stripper poles up there as well. Yeah, I got back there after a few shots of tequila. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have not shot tequila since probably college. So, okay, <laughs> so th- these group of, we like I said we met about five or six couples. And they seemed to know each other and uh, they were nice people. We got along with them, you know, quick, made quick friends. And about this time after I get this blowjob on the dance floor and things are starting to loosen up, A comes to me and whispers in my ear, hey, I I think this guy is, I don't know, how'd you put it? I like him. I think I you told me you like him. Yeah. Which a rarely has that happen where yeah. she's like, I like this guy, which, you know, I interpreted one way afterwards we discussed it. I probably overinterpreted what she was saying, mm-hmm. but the fact that she was telling me this was a new, it was different, you know? And so, um, it kind of affected the way the night went. So, you know, this guy is obviously attracted to a, cause you know, i for those of you who don't know her personally, I've yet to be anywhere where she's not the most attractive woman in the room. No, so You have to say that. I don't have to say that. <laughs> I speak the truth. So he's obviously into her and his date, you know, she's pretty and we've had some interaction and flirtations and she's cute. and She's very aggressive. Yes and no. She oh. kind of was, but it was like she was wanting me to be. Well, what's funny is, let me give you my thinking up until this point. Okay. I And this is usually the case. I'm, I'm usually the one that's like, okay, he, she's really into him, and he's really into her, and I'm going to not really take one for the team, but kind of. Like, I need to, I need to match. I need to get there. And so... <laughs> I hate to say that that's why I was drinking, but that's kind of why I was drinking. Because I was like, I need to loosen up. And I, and I don't usually feel like I need to be drunk to be in these situations. But that night, I was just like, I it was your birthday. Like, we're going to have fun, no matter what. And so, I started taking tequila shots. <laughs> I wasn't, like, pounding drinks, but I was definitely drinking more than I would have. Um Anyway, that being said, I'm, I'm not saying that I was drunk, but I did. I had no idea what you were thinking. Right. So here, here's what I'm thinking. She tells me this, and the guy, you know, here's ironically, I meet this guy, and he reminds me of one of my all-time best friends. 
So Oh, he was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, oh, well, he seems like a cool guy. You know, this isn't offensive to me. And the fact that she likes him, cool. That's rare. So I try to get a vibe of from her or see if I'm into her. And it just wasn't something I was feeling. So that put me in a really strange position. So I want her, I want A to have a good time, especially if she's like, finally, hey, there's somebody that I might be interested in. So in the meantime, I've had some interaction with a couple other girls here that I'm like, you know, they're interesting. I would be intrigued by them and there's some chemistry there. And so unfortunately, it's not the one that's dating the one or with the one that you're interested in. Well, and part of that, so by now we're like, drinking and dancing and i i feel like the other guys probably retreat a little bit because we're not interacting with them as much and so i i mean i probably ruined it for you with them just because we were interacting so much with this other couple and i mean i was just having i i kind of at one point decided nobody's doing anything at this party i mean we already knew they closed it too so this is just a dance party i'd already conceded to that so I was having a dance party. <laughs> right. And so she's dancing mostly with this guy. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of talking to these other people. I'm, you know, realizing that I'm not really interested. I'm not really feeling this other girl. And so I'm uh, actually this. Okay. So this happens. I go to get a drink, which I have to go to the other side of the dance floor. I think it was right around the time that you got proposition to go take some tequila shots. So... <laughs> I go to, the, you know, I go to the other part of the bar to get the drink, and I look over, and A's at the end of the bar, and I just, ha- in fact, I feel my heart rate go up a little bit right now. <laughs> I look over, and she's making out with the guy at the bar, and I'm like, whoa, apparently she does like this guy. <laughs> and then I look, and now she's making out with his date, and I'm like, whoa. All right. So I have this very unique position and feeling of you know I'm 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 kind of excited for her but I'm not excited to be part of that because I don't want to take one for the team (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself holy shit is this what she does is this what happens yes when the oh my god I'm a bad date no no and here's where because we have this is probably where it would have benefited us to do this podcast like the next day while we were working through all this because we did talk a lot about it. And the difference is I'm into girls. So there's been a lot of situations where she's really hot. Like we're totally into her. We want to play with her and eh, eh, take him or leave him. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but I, I mean, I've talked to a lot of girls in the lifestyle and I'm not alone here. There's just not a lot of attractive men in the lifestyle. Um, so, and eh, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't do anything that I'm not comfortable doing, but it's definitely easier to quote unquote, take one for the team when I can play with her. Right. Well, I don't, there's not, like, not a, you don't ever fully take one for the team. No, I mean, you, I'm just saying that you're a sport, right. But you don't do anything you no. don't want to do. Right. Right. But it would be a little bit harder for you to do that. Right. In a situation where you're not into her. Well, and I think I started to feel, if I'm being honest, some anxiety because I'm like, okay, what if I'm dragged off into a playroom with now the four of us and I'm not really that into her 
and physically and even if i'm like quote unquote taking one for the team well, physically i probably wouldn't be you, able to do it you would have stopped it because i before long i picked up on it but honestly it took me that long like usually and i think it's the tequila well I usually was, i i know like we can we we know right i wasn't speaking that language <laughs> right but i i was giving you opportunities to have space from me yeah. you know i was making conscious efforts to i gotta go use the bathroom or i'm gonna go get another beer or i'm gonna go get a glass of water and i was just kind of given space because i'm like if she likes him like that might be entertaining but i don't necessarily want to give the impression that i'm signing up for this and so i'll share this with you um so one of the girls i was talking to we'll call her the teacher I don't know if you remember the teacher. Short, dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, just forgot she was a teacher. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm she's one of the ones that was offering the birthday blowjob. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to her and she's like, it looks like you guys, you know, you're being called to this. And I'm like, uh, why don't you come with us? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think her husband was off doing his own thing. And she's like, I, I don't think I'm like, I, and so I, I you know, prob- I said that to her and she's like, I don't think so. And sure enough, his date comes over, throws her arm around me and drags me off to where uh, you guys are. Yeah. And from that, that was the last time I saw that girl. She then went, oh, well, nope. Yeah. And so she goes off. Um, I'm such a cock block. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I was, I was struggling. I was kind of excited for you but I was like feeling anxiety about it because I'm like am I am I not a good partner mm-hmm. because this is something that you have to deal with so so anyways mm-hmm. and then at one point and this was a buzzkill for me you know I've been giving her space a her space with these two you know I can tell you know she likes him he likes her she likes her and then the three of them kind of call me over and they're like, hey, uh, uh, so I don't know if it was the guy. I think the guy's like, hey, uh, we have some E if uh, you guys want to partake. And at that point, I was like, no, I don't want. Like it was, I was I, only because I probably was processing all this. And now suddenly there's this group effort that I'm clearly not a part yeah. of. It was like, no, I don't want to fucking do ecstasy. Yeah. Like that sounds like a stupid idea and which just for the listeners, I'm open to it. I haven't done it, but I'm not as close closed-minded about it as T is. <laughs> yeah, I I shouldn't say closed-minded. You I mean, you it's I'm, just not something you want to experience. But definitely given those circumstances, right. I was I a little bit taken back outside of that yes i can see that like you were kind of coerting with them and coming to this conclusion and it's like i'm now the party pooper which at that point i was playing the party pooper i'm like what the fuck really (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. so um i made it clear to a that i was like no i'm not playing this game and no i'm not really interested in watching you play this game yeah and uh Again, there was some guilt about, am I being a bad partner right now? And 
And the reality was I didn't care. Yeah. I honestly I was just having a good time. You were you were being a sport. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, oh that sounds like fun. Let's do that. You wanna do that? And so when you were like no, I was like, Okay, never mind. I mean it's just not this sounds really heavy, but in the moment it really wasn't for me. It wasn't for you. And but for me, this this time did have a heavier feel yeah. because of this conundrum I was in. Which yeah. you weren't necessarily, and plus, I was kind of like, I want to go play with these other girls, yeah. and A's, I don't want to go, you can't play with somebody you like, because I want to play with somebody I like, even though you were like, hey, it's your birthday, we can do whatever you want to do, I'm like, yeah. yeah, but this isn't always the case, that you have a potential interest, yeah. so, yeah, I was a bit, hence, I was started to drink more to help me <laughs> <laughs> soothe these uh, thoughts and emotions. Wow. It was still a fun night. We didn't end up doing anything. Um, I Nobody think, ended up doing anything. <laughs> yeah, there was no playing anywhere. At one point, we went upstairs to kind of, you know, because I'm kind of communicating to A, I'm not interested in this girl. And she's like, oh, okay, well, let's go find something you're interested in. I'm like, and I even shared this with her on the way down. And part of why we took this leap of faith of going to this place, we didn't know anything about and we didn't know anyone there was I was kind of just feeling like I wanted kind of our time, you know, just I, maybe we hadn't, you know, had a, a lot of time for intimacy or, or maybe I was just for my birthday. I wanted mm -hmm. you for my birthday. Yeah. So we kind of snuck out or snuck away and went up to the playrooms and I was thinking, well, we'll go up here. We'll do our own thing. It'll be fun. We'll be able to see stuff going on. And there was nothing to see nothing. up there. And it was a little cold. Yeah. So we were like, well, let's just go home and do it. Or back to the hotel and do it. And yeah. so um, we went back downstairs, I think. No, we actually hung out for a little bit. I outside. Outside. I think you might have even been dancing more. Because at some point, the girl that I said, hey, if I have to go over here, you should come with us found me and said um that was when we were leaving yeah so we were we we're kind of wrapping up and she, did i tell you this yeah because she found me too remember no i don't remember her find, finding yeah, you. yeah i w had to go get our stuff out of the girl's bathroom and she was in there and tried to give me her number but then we determined that you had already given her yours so yeah okay so at one point a is dancing with guy and this girl finds me again, you know, an hour later after things had played out. And I was like, hey, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, you know, I thought you were going off and doing your thing. And I was like, no, no, that never happened. And she goes, oh, well, I guess I still owe you a birthday blowjob. Mm. And now this time that we spent here, it was probably the most time I can think of that we weren't right next to each other. Yeah. Like it's about the most space we've had. Now granted no one was doing anything and that might have been part of that comfort of, you know, kind of losing sight of each other for a period of time. But I'm having this conversation with her and she's like, "Well, you know, it's not closing yet. Can we go upstairs and play?" And it was interesting cuz I'm like, "I know A's content. She's mm -hmm. not, you know, concerned or having an issue you know she she wouldn't have an issue being in the space she's in on her own but I don't know for sure if she would have an issue with me doing something without her being there and so 
you know, I had this moment of like, I could probably do this and get away with it, <laughs> but that's not even close to being worth it. Or, you know, I was, you know, it was also a nice little ego stroke of, oh, you know, I'm interested. We could go do this. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great, but it definitely isn't worth you know how long how long was the thought process on this that was a, a moment <laughs> but i i told her i said i don't play without you so yeah. that's not gonna work so but i shared that with you didn't i yeah, yeah. why wasn't i invited you were playing or you were dancing with oh. the guy <laughs> would you okay let me ask you this would you have one would you have been okay with me doing that Going upstairs without me. Yeah, like you're on the dance floor. You see me talking, and I give you like a nod, like I'm going no, upstairs. No way. No? Okay. You kidding me? So would you have been? Would okay? you have been if I well, did the same thing? Well, no, but our situation. Okay. You just said I would have watched. So would you have been okay with at that moment? I walk across the dance floor, whisper in your ear, "Hey, would you come upstairs with me? This girl wants to give me a blowjob." Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> Duh. Have we met? Okay. Well, okay. I, I'm curious, as listeners out there, does that seem... I don't know. That doesn't... The distinction between those two doesn't seem as black and white to me as you're making it sound. What do you mean? Well, you're like, no way would I want you to I go in there. I wouldn't want you to go up there without me. No. Okay. I think we've talked about this before, like maybe 20 years from now, whatever, right. so, you know, but right now, no, I'm not comfortable Well, because you think I would go up there and have sex with her without you knowing? I, I don't care what it is that's okay. going on. Just, I just, you know. I, I feel like right now in, in this and what we're doing, it's about us. And I feel like the moment it's separate, it's not about us anymore. Here's a thought. Instead of it not being about us at that point, maybe it's about, it's still about us when it gets to that point because it's a level of trust going, I'm not saying we're here or or near it, but I could see us going, oh, well, that's something she wants to do that is going to yeah, be fun for her. Totally and this is understand why we that logic. I'm just not there. Right. And no, that's fine. I'm not pushing for that. And clearly I was like, no, this is not something we do. Yeah. I just think it's kind of humorous that it's like, oh, hey, hey, uh, she wanted to give me a blowjob. You want to just run over here, you know, go upstairs for the next 15 minutes yeah, with us? Yeah, well, because I, I mean, she and I had chemistry too. I mean, it's not like. I didn't know that. It was in the girl's bathroom you just said. No, 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 no. Like when we were out there talking oh, okay. and dancing and yeah. I mean, it's not like I hadn't interacted with her. I mean. Well, shit. Yeah. Sorry. I, I I mean, honestly, my whole plan was to get loosened up. I'm taking a few shots of tequila so that we can have fun on your birthday. Mm-hmm. And it ended up backfiring for you. Yeah, that's sucks. Because then I was just having a good time and didn't really realize what, what was going on in your head. Because I honestly, I mean, I don't know the timeline, but I did not figure out that what I was over here cooking up, you had no interest in until like we were leaving. I didn't know that. Had no idea. You were probably trying to tell me, but I didn't know that. Damn you, tequila. Yeah, sorry. Hmm. But I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it, we we had a good time. It it was just, honestly, I I appreciated the challenge that I felt there 
because I got to see you, you know, I, I found ways to take a step back and just observe you and I enjoy, I mean, you're gorgeous. And so I get to watch others appreciating you and, and you having fun and being flirty and, and I like watching that, you know, it's in, I like enjoying your your mm. co- time and company more, but I don't often get to see that. So it was fun. You're cute. Mm. And sweet. And mm. perverted. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. All right, what else? Let me check my notes. Um, oh, so it was kind of fun, though, when you went up behind the curtain or the shadow box and... You yeah. were dancing and thanks to the tequila. Yeah. Because I think earlier in the night you were like, go up there. I was like, yeah, right. Right. That's true. And then she goes up there by herself. And then a girl went up there. And then you could see A taking off her dress. Was it hot? Yeah, it was. Should have got a video of I it. I got pictures. You so, do? Yeah. Since when? I took pictures of you while I you... didn't see them. Okay. So just go to our website. The You've posted them already? No, I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Go to our website, thecuriouscouple.com, to episode, this will be number 17, and wow. I'll post a picture of what we're talking about. It was kind of cool. Huh. So anyways, she's up there, and then I ended up kind of going up there and just sticking my hand in the behind the curtain and copping <laughs> a feel here and there. Yeah, it's fun. Good yeah, times. It was fun. So we have some email questions. This is from Maria. Hey guys, I recently stumbled upon your podcast. And I have a few episodes. I'm a few episodes in, and I'm, and am enjoying it, even though we aren't in the lifestyle. But I have a few questions. First, the emotional hurdle from the first threesome to, seemed pretty large at the time. How did your emotions evolve from not wanting to see him with another girl to where you guys are now? You know, it's funny. When I read that, I didn't realize it was from a girl. For some reason, that changes the question for me. I don't know why, but okay. it does. Because when I when I read it and I was thinking it was from a dude, I was like, this guy's trying to talk his wife into having a threesome. Right. So he's wanting to know. And now it's different. Now it's her. Um, well, I can, I can say that I feel like that first time was um, such a huge hurdle for two reasons. One, because it was a close friend of ours. And two, because we didn't really talk a whole lot about going into it yeah i mean maybe we did but we didn't we i don't know it snuck up on me we talked about the like lustful thoughts yeah not really the emotional thoughts that we had would have to deal with yeah and it was just weird i mean it was the first time i don't i don't really know how it changed but when was the second can i let me interject here one of the issues was when we we're in this position and it was okay go ahead you two have sex it was like okay a just stepped aside and sat next to us and watched Mm -hmm. and that was kind of a rookie move on my part like if you're gonna watch me have sex with another woman i need to include you it needs to be kissing you or you know her going down on you or some form of involvement well and none of us knew what we were doing really i mean we were all kind of new to this and so there was a lot of are you okay yeah and it's just like when you ask your toddler you know when they fall are you okay they start crying like well 
should I not be okay? You know, like it, it, it felt uneasy. And then I, I, and honestly it was fine for a while, but it reached a point where it wasn't. And I think we talked about it in pretty good detail. I think um, that's our second or second or third episode. Yeah. Our first threesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really hot and really cool and really fun. And then it was just like a wall. Um, and, and plus it was late. I mean, it was like seven in the morning at so that point. It was so late. I mean, there that is absolutely insane. We we drank forever for hours and hours and hours. Finally got the nerve to, to even bring her home with us. Took another good hour or two to get her panties no, off. No, that's not true. <laughs> Didn't take that long. It was a, lo- it was a no, late night. We, so I was tired. Okay, so what what's changed? Now, here, can I can kind of answer this. You I think what's changed. Way, and then I'll check, okay. I'll I think what's way. changed was from that she knew it wasn't just about me getting with another girl. I was in tune to the way A felt in that moment and it was no longer a turn on for me if it wasn't one for her. Yeah. And so I think we knew that we were in sync with our emotions and our feelings and what turned us on, you know, even though with or without another person. And so mm-hmm. add a person, we're turned on great. And if we're not, then we're both not. And I think that gave you some comfort. Well, and also a important piece to this that maybe not everybody listening knows is that was pretty early on in our relationship. Like a little ridiculously early on in our relationship, maybe three months. Am mm. I right? Yeah. Three or four, may, maybe longer than that. No, what? no, no. It was almost a year. Because the first time we went to a lifestyle party was at three months, but this didn't happen until we'd been together for almost a year. But still, for me, I think that next morning was key um, in a lot of things, but it was like make or break this lifestyle stuff for me. And I I remember even kind of thinking that. I, I don't know how much into the emotional stuff we got into in that podcast, but I was crying. I'm not even sure. Crying the next day, you mean? Or the podcast. That night. Mm. Um, well, yeah, the podcast, no. But that night, like, I remember just feeling so, this is, what have I done? Like, we got into this. I've got him, you know, interested in this lifestyle stuff, and it's not for me. I can't do it. Like, I thought I could, and I can't. And I remember there being tears and feeling so kind of alone. And then that next morning, which I say next morning, after we took a nap for 30 minutes or so, um, and I don't even remember what you said, but you put your arm around me and we talked about it and I sensed you were off. Yeah. And so you told me how you were feeling. I told you how I was feeling. And it was like this huge, like people can communicate about this stuff. Like that was, that was big. And then to know, you know, every thought that you were having in those moments and then to understand how I was feeling and then go forward with that new communication and understanding of each other, that that's what made me want to do it again. So it, it kind of built confidence in in us. our relationship yeah. for sure, because I was still wondering what you were thinking. And after hearing what you were thinking the next time, I kind of knew what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was mostly about us and about me. And I wonder how she's feeling. And, and that made sense to me because that's what I was thinking, you know, about you when I've had, um, you know, experiences. So I think that was, that was just a big turning point in our life. I mean, it's funny now to think about it, but I remember thinking, this isn't for me. I can't do this. Which is weird because it, you would think 
if that's what your response was, it was like, I talked you into doing something or I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and have sex with her. No, you were like, I want to watch you have sex with her. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Well, and I think that's where a lot of that yucky feeling was coming from because I was like, what did I do? I did this. I did this. Now I've created this monster that wants to have sex with other women and I don't want him to. So I snapped back from that. You're welcome. (laughs) So glad she wants to watch me have sex with other women. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the second question. Second and last question from Maria. I need to know the squirting technique that the single guy taught you. Is this something that you have to see first or can you hook a brother up over email? So this is why you thought it was a guy because it sure sounds like a guy talking at this point. Let me see the name. Hmm. Sneaky. Okay. Using his wife's um, email address. I've been trying for a few months to no avail. I could use some pointers. Drink lots of water. <laughs> Be well hydrated. So we were talking about this before we got on, and there's a couple key things. Yes, there's physical mechanics, but I think the biggest key for this to work is the girl's mental state and mm-hmm. what she allows. And what we learned was that a always thought it was a feeling of she had to pee. So mm-hmm. first she had to go, she went to the bathroom, made sure she emptied her bladder. And once her bladder was empty, when you get that feeling of feeling like I have to pee, you let go. It's yeah. not pee. You Just have an empty relax. bladder. Yeah. So those are key components in squirting. Mm-hmm. Empty bladder and feeling like you're letting go when you have to pee. Mm-hmm. The actual physical mechanics would be almost like a hook grip on the g-spot the girl get up on your knees like we're facing like we're chest to chest on our knees yeah and right up against good point your your body and then and then you do the hook thing yeah so so you hook and you make sure that uh, almost like the palm of your hand is going to bounce and hit the clit while you kind of gyrate your hand back and forth in a pretty hard motion. Yeah. And you just kind of jerk it back and forth. Fast. Fast. Yeah. With that hook grip, with the the pressure on the tips of your fingers. Mm-hmm. All while like almost like slapping your clit with, with your palm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you can think of? I'm not sure that's really necessary, but that's what's happening. Just Yeah. But I've, I've and when I've done it with you, I've noticed that's yeah that helps. Hmm. Um, it takes a lot out of the guy doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it takes some stamina and some arm strength. But uh, give that a shot and see if let us know if it works. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other thoughts no, you can I mean, think some about? Some girls it? are very sensitive. I mean, they can do it just having intercourse. Well, and you can probably do it easier now after having done it. Yeah. You can sense that feeling. Just recognize that it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's kind of like a party trick, I feel like. I mean... It feels okay. Yeah, it's... I mean, I think some girls are, like, super sensitive and, like, what do they call that? Multi-orgasmic or whatever. hate those bitches. But (laughs) you just, like, touch them and they have multiple orgasms. And I'm over here, like, takes me an hour. Um, But I think that they may be having orgasms and they're squirting. Like, oh, cool. But for me, it's like, oh, look what I just did. That's neat. (laughs) so it's fun i mean i think we after the first time like tried to do it just kind of for fun but uh 
we, we've done it a few times, but it isn't worth soaking the sheets yeah, for the messy. level of you know pleasure you get out yeah, of it. Yeah, it's more just a cool, we did it. Yeah. So it's my party trick. Yep. So keep those questions coming. We'll we'll get to them on the podcast. Um, other than that, anything from this trip you want to add before we sign off? I don't think so. All in all, it was another fun trip to Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. More uh, education about our relationship and uh, our own personal emotions, but we enjoy it. It uh, we like we like pushing pushing the edge pushing our comfort zones yeah it'll be interesting to see how long before we're not still learning about this you know like is you really this think it's gonna stop probably not no i hope not well i mean the learning yeah not the swinging I, I hope not well think about it i mean we haven't even been to a like a resort or you know been totally immersed with awesome hot couples and yeah I I still feel like we are, we're not beginners, but we're kind of novices. Yeah, you know, well, we, we we've only done so much. Yeah. But you guys are gonna hear about it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode. We'll catch you next time. Good night. Oh, come on, say it. Fuck you later. <laughs> thanks again for listening to another episode of the Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with TNA. You can find us at thecuriouscouple.com, email us at thecuriouscpl at gmail.com, and find us at Twitter with the same handle. Be sure to check out sdc.com for your free one-month membership with our promo code 25648. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. We always appreciate your ratings and reviews. Catch you next time.